This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. The state's new capital gains tax is being appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. So let's assess its chances <laughs> by interviewing a biased person, former State Attorney General Rob McKenna, who has worked on this case. Please disclose to the listeners your bias here. Well, I represent a group of plaintiffs who brought uh, a legal challenge against the capital gains tax in Superior Court, and that court overturned it. And then uh, I argued the case at the state Supreme Court, along with an attorney for another group of plaintiffs. The state Supreme Court upheld the capital gains tax, finding that it actually is an excise tax, even though it's only assessed when you realize net income from long-term capital gains transactions. And Uh, That decision of the state Supreme Court is now being appealed to the United States Supreme Court. Uh, For listeners' benefit, I'll just explain that when you're appealing from a state Supreme Court decision, you appeal directly to the U.S. Supreme Court. You don't don't go through the Ninth Circuit, for example, Uh, and uh, that's what's happening here. And in fact, uh, one of the cases I argued in the U.S. Supreme Court when I was AG was an appeal from the Washington State Supreme Court, and we actually got the state Supreme Court reversed by the U.S. Mm. Supreme Court in that case. So there is a precedent for the the uh, U.S. Supreme Court overturning our own Supreme Court. So what what are you hoping the Supreme Court will see in this case that the uh, state Supreme Court missed? We are arguing, uh, we being the broader group of plaintiffs, and this petition for cert is brought by the other group of plaintiffs with support from from our team. But we're arguing that the Washington capital gains tax uh, is unconstitutional under the federal constitution because the state claims they can tax capital gains that are generated from business activity outside the state of Washington. So let me provide a couple of contrasting examples. When you buy and sell property in Washington state, you have to pay the real estate excise tax if you're the seller. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that only applies to property that is sold or transferred in Washington state. In other words, if I'm a Washington resident, I own property in Idaho and I sell it. Just because I'm a Washington resident doesn't mean that Washington can collect its state excise tax on that real estate transaction. Sounds reasonable. And, and it, right, and so similarly with the B&O tax, um, and the, which, which by the way, when it was originally adopted, was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court because they found it it attempted to tax business revenue generated outside the state of Washington, and so they overturned it, and it had to be readopted by the state legislature to clearly be limited to business revenues attributable to the business's activities in Washington. So if, if I own a business that operates in multiple states, only the business activity in Washington uh, or the revenue from that business activity is subject to the state B&O tax. I see. So what, so what the, you know, the appellants are arguing on the capital gains tax is if I sell my share of stock in a company in another state or I sell my share of a business located in another state, Washington doesn't have a claim to some of those, uh, you know, some of those yeah. gains through its gains tax because it doesn't have jurisdiction over the transaction. Now, th- there is a way, of course, that the state can tax my gains uh, from selling a business in another state. That is through an income tax. Right. But this and is fact, this is not supposed to be an income tax. Actually, well, it sounds no, like we, your suit is admitting that. Then we are we are because we're saying, okay, have it your way, state of Washington. You're saying it's an excise tax, 
But excise taxes can only be imposed and collected on activity over which Washington state has jurisdiction. I see. And, you, and, and the state legislature said it's not an income tax. It's an excise tax. The Supreme Court of our state said, oh, no, no, it's it's not an income tax. It's an excise tax. So we're saying, OK, if that's true, then, you know, you have to limit it to um, gains that are strictly within Washington state. OK, but when you're talking about selling stocks. These days, stocks are basically, you know, bits and bytes inside a computer somewhere. They don't right. have any physical existence. So how do you how would you prove location one way or the other? Well, where the transaction, uh, you know, where the transaction occurs. But where does the transaction? I mean, when I when I when I do a transaction, it's in some Amazon cloud computer somewhere. Who knows where the transaction is actually taking place? You know, actually, when you when you buy and sell stock, you're actually it's being done by a, a third party that, uh-huh. that holds the stock uh, in uh you know, for example, in New York. So the, the there's the state will argue that if it's if it's an intangible form of property, then the location of the property is where the owner of it is located. But this case is going to argue that with stocks, that's not true because the the the, the transaction is actually conducted by a third party who handles the shares, not the the owner. You get wow. credit for it. It, it. So it's a little bit it's a little bit technical. So show but, me these shares. Show me the shares. Yeah, that's that's what the state will argue. They'll say it's intangible, and if it's yeah. intangible, then we can we can tax it. Former state attorney general Rob McKenna. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Dave.